Niggas think they gang, gang, bang, gang. You don't got no VVS's, no, you not the chain gang. If you think you play lame games, I get money and fuck bitches. All these niggas do is play games. Niggas think they gang, gang, bang, gang. You don't got no VVS's, no, you not the chain gang. If you think you play lame games, I get money and fuck bitches. All these niggas do is play games. Yo, 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 what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Expensive Advice with your boy, G Money. Yo, check this out. Today, we got a real special episode because you get a glimpse of the mastermind meetings that we have here at CMC. Um, today, we actually had a mastermind speech marathon, and you're going to see guest stars such as Andy Tay, Kevin Calderon, Stefan Seals, ASAP Ricky. Uh, myself, of course, you know, and, uh, you know, this is one of those things that was a little special and it's uh, something that it gives you a little glimpse into uh, a deeper picture of my life, really, like what we do here at CMC and what we're all about. So we want to get better at public speaking. So, you know, we do stuff like this. Now, you're going to catch the audio from about maybe 30 seconds into our speech marathon because I didn't think about recording it before until I just thought of the content. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I hope you guys take some stuff out of it. You're going to get you know a real glimpse of what we do here for, for work here at CMC and what we talk about. And uh, if you guys learn something, I would appreciate it if you guys share it with a friend, family member, and all that good stuff. But sit back, relax, and enjoy the show with each member so that we can be empowered to develop our communication skills, our leadership skills, and with greater self-confidence and personal growth. So let's get started today. Today, uh, help me welcome our first speaker, which is Ricardo. And uh, his speech is about the next venture of Comcast. So guys, help me welcome part of this plan. Let's go! Woo! All right, so we have Earl at the timekeeper, and ready, set, go. All right, all right. Good morning, Master. How's everyone doing? Pimpin'. Last time, last time Good I came to you guys um, on this informative speech, I uh, kind of just went over a bunch of numbers, and some of you guys weren't too happy about that. Uh, Mr. Stefan Seals, a.k.a. <laughs> But this time, you know, after a week of really exploring the campaign and uh, testing it out in uh, one of the new markets that we see uh, could possibly come into fruition, uh, we've learned more information that we think uh, will help us grow in our goal here at the company of diving into 10 uh, different expansion markets. Uh, first thing that we learned is, man, this campaign is different than uh, Spectrum, definitely. Uh, and by that, I mean, it's super easy to get retention pricing. Uh, you just call in, you talk to the uh, agent, and a lot of the time, they're nice. They have no issue going over the pricing with you and just getting right to it. You don't even have to be an authorized user. You just got to know the account number, the business name, the address. And uh, if they ever ask for a security code, it's usually the last four numbers of the account. Uh, as soon as you give that information, they divert into it with you. They tell you what's the breakdown of the account and how they could help you right away. 
Uh, only thing different from that with Comcast, different from other campaigns, is if you don't like that pricing, and you click on the on the agent that you're talking to, that agent actually has the ability to lock the account. And as soon as that agent locks the account and you call back in, they'll be like, oh, I see you working uh, with John. They uh, have locked your account. Uh, so let me transfer over to John and see if he's available to keep on talking with you. And then they'll go and call the agent that you were working with. If John is available, John will then continue to work on the order with you. If John is not available, then you get lucky and we'll talk to a new agent. Uh, somehow get an override from the first agent. So that's the only real difference. Mm. Uh, but other than that, uh, it looks like uh, we'll be able to venture out into cities like Houston, oh. cities like uh, Fresno, which would then oh. lead to other cities like San Jose and other NorCal areas. That's cool. Um, but not just uh, expansion markets. I've, uh, I've also looked into cities where uh, you know, we could road trip to because um, one of my favorite parts of coming into the business was venturing out into new cities with Comcast. We'll now be able to go into Denver during the springtime or summer if it gets too hot here in Cali. Uh, we'll also be able to venture out to cities like uh, Philadelphia, uh, which then connects to Massachusetts and New Jersey over on the East Coast, along with Atlanta and Miami. So all that just leads to more money, more more uh, expansions, and uh, bigger checks for everyone. So I think uh, we have something really good going on with this Comcast. And that's all I got for you guys today. All right. God bless America, Ricky. Let's go. Let's go, Ricky. Good job, Ricky. Cool. So our second speaker today is going to be Gio Mendoza, and the title of his speech today is Rich Kid and Broke Boys with a Z. G-Money. Lord George. Let's get it. So I want to preface by saying this. This story is based on a true story, okay? The title of this message, I'm going to try to keep it shorter than five minutes because I want it to be very impactful and very memorable. Rich Kid and broke boys, all right? So here's the context of the story, all right? Pretend there's these uh, two figures, right? They're about the same age, you know, they're they're in their teens, young, young adults, you know, they're like uh, 19, 20, 21. We're gonna call one of them Morty. A typical dude, average guy, you know? He goes to school, has fun, gets off of school, goes home, plays video games, you know, jacks off to porn, you know, does typical, average young adult guy stuff right now we have this other character his name is rick okay now rick at this age very mentally mature very goal-oriented this guy already knows what he wants to do in life right so he actually goes through the same scenarios very typical college setting that morty and goes to right so they both go to the same college they both go actually they majored in the same thing actually they actually had the same classes with the same professors. Rick and Morty were actually, they were not friends in per se, but they were acquaintances by the fact that they were classmates. So check this out, man. So, you know, Morty, he had this awesome, awesome professor 
this professor, this professor basically told the class different ways of how they can start getting rich. And, you know, Morty was there participating as well, taking notes, you know, doing the test, passing, getting good grades, going home, just sitting on his ass playing video games, you know, watching football, just drinking beers and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, same thing happened with Rick. However, Rick, uh, when he heard the professor talk about, hey, you, you guys want to make some gangster money? Rick was like all game. He was taking notes. He was applying what he was learning. You know, he was he was looking up to the professor because the professor came from Harvard. This motherfucker graduated with a doctor's degree from Harvard and a master's degree from Stanford. So whenever a motherfucker like that talks, Rick understood, I got to be taking notes. Remember, remember, this story is called Rich Kid and Broke Boys. Broke boys are a dime a dozen. Rich kid, there's very few, right? Now, the main thing that I want to get to you guys about the story is that there's kind of two ways to view this information. In life, in general, there's, there's different ways to view information. You know, I could be driving the fucking most expensive, lavish Lamborghini that came out to the market, right? And there's two mindsets of people that, that view it. One person can be viewing that and be like, damn, look at this fucking arrogant asshole, fucking dickhead, you know? But then there's other people that can be like inspired and be like, oh, how cool. How did he get that? I want to know. I want to learn. So there's Rick and there's Morty, you know? And the main thing is we, each of us, we all kind of tend to lean to Rick or Morty. And there's a little bit of Morty in all of us. There's a little bit of Rick in all of us. My main message to you guys is let's try to be more like Rick. And let's live a life of abundance and let's really focus on elevating because there's so many opportunities all around us. All it takes is for us to be like Rick and pay attention and apply the stuff we're taught. That's it. That's it, guys. Guys, <laughs> give to you money for round of applause. I couldn't hear shit, but Let's thank go, you guys. Very <laughs> cool. You rock, Gil. You rock. Right, so our last speaker today is going to be Kevin Calderon, and the title of his speech is Quiddish. Kevin, the floor is yours. Perfect. Thank you for that, Andy. So, real quick, I've been seeing a lot of pictures coming in, coming out, right? And it bugs me because there's only, like, from the whole picture, there's only two people that are still here, and the rest of the five are gone, right? So today we're going to talk about something that's really important something I learned a little while ago, and that's the most spoken language in the world. Are you guys ready to hear what it is? It's called Quiddish, right? Why Quiddish, right? Everyone talks about how they want to make it happen, how this, this, and that, but in reality, it takes a certain person to actually do it, right? Every day, millions of people quit something. The interesting thing is, if you think about it, that person is the one that started it, right? Now, what really gets me is initially, right, like for example, the gym. How many people do this, right? They go ahead and get a membership at the gym, right? From the gym being something that they got excited for, I'm gonna kill it, I'm gonna go ham, I'm gonna get a six pack, right? 200 pounds, 260 pounds, but they wanna get a six pack, right? And what happens, they're all excited, and then something that comes from an excitement turns into an expense, why? Because you chose to quit, right? And that's really why that became an expense. Now, what you really want to do is not be that type of person, right? Whenever you decide to quit something, we always have a phenomenal excuse 
of why we quit. Have you noticed that? Like you always have the best of the best excuse of why you quit. Hey, this is why I quit, right? This is whatever it is, it's a BS <laughs> excuse because it's something that you have really, really just told yourself, right? The real reason that you give to people of why you quit, both me and you know that that's not the real reason. Right? So let's be real with ourselves of why people quit and why they say, oh, never never did you really do it. Hey, you never really started it. If you plan on quitting something, right, and you go in there with that mindset, you never really did it. Because you, you have to end up be all at the end of the ball for you to say, hey, I freaking did this and I never quit. Right? And that's really where you want to be at in your mindset. Right? It show me the bodybuilder that quit the gym. Show me that super fit person, right, right that me. quit the gym. It's just not available. It's not there because you can't operate like that. Here's what it really gets me is the person that stops the things that, that they never really did, right, did you even do it in the first place? Everyone wants to work with someone who commits because of they say that they could commit because that's who I am. I'm a person that commits. When I say something gets done, it's going to get done regardless of my feelings, regardless of my reactions, right? People that live off of their feelings, I like, I have a word for them, right? But I can't say this here, right? But don't live off of your feelings because that's really why people quit. Think about it. I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like doing this. If you let your feelings get within you, everything you do, you're probably not going to do much, right? Because let's be honest, we, even me, right? I don't like getting up early in the morning, but I have to. Why do I have to? Because I'm fucking committed, right? Marcel, Chris, uh, everyone out there in the East Coast, right? They all want cash. I'm fucking committed to getting that too. I see what kind of freaking examples is there and I want to follow it and I'm going to commit to it and I'm going to do everything it freaking takes for me to actually do it. I'm not going to let my feelings get in the way. Back then, I was really, really good at letting my feelings get in the way, right? And you can't do that in real life, right? It's like saying, hey, I want to do this, 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 and that, but uh, I'll do it tomorrow because I feel sad today. Bro, you shouldn't even be thinking you should do that. Like, you should be thinking about something else. Like, go work at McDonald's, go do whatever <laughs> you got to do. Something that requires you to have your feelings touched, right? Go be a freaking psychiatrist if that's what you want, right? But here, I want everyone to commit, really, and see what you guys could do once you guys commit and you put that in your, in your head. Because what really happens is, I'm going to put you guys an example. When you guys really see what you guys want and you guys can commit, if you guys close your eyes, can you guys see a little bit further what you want in your vision and what, how you're going to commit and how you're really going to get that done, right? But when you open your eyes, you have all these distractions around you, right? Mm -hmm. You have people going aside, you're running aside, you're going sideways, going left and right. All that distracts mm -hmm. you. So one thing I would suggest is close your eyes, think about what you want to do, commit to it, Make a promise, not to yourself, but to the people around you so they can hold you accountable. Now, guys, let me hear here who is the people that are committed, who is the people that are going to take CMC to a billion and above, right? Guys, get off of mic, and I really want to hear that because I can't do this alone. Guys, I need you guys. So get off of mic. Let's make some noise. Let's, let's fucking go. Make America great again. God damn. Shit. Fuck, that shit pumped me up, dog. God damn, bro. I got a money boner right now. Holy shit. Wow, wow, wow. Good job, Kevin. Good job.
Well, I'm glad you guys paid big bucks for this front row seat, guys. We're able to hear G Money, ASAP, and Kevin speak today. Um, so now it's time for our evaluators. Uh, we have Andre, Malia, and myself who are going to evaluate. Uh, we have two minutes to evaluate the speakers. So let's start with Andre. You'll be evaluating Ricardo. Okay, cool. So Ricky, my evaluation of your of your little... I'm going to use the word that Stephen A uses here. If you're soliloquy that you just went over right now, um, I think it was good overall. I, I love, you know, I love the message in terms of, you know, how you're really trying to frame Comcast for us and really sell us how, you know, it's um, it working. It's a lot different. It's really going to shake and move the, bi the business. Um, you know, I do. I do appreciate your C factor. You know, I think you were smiling a lot more than you probably usually do smile when you're speaking. Um, so I will give you that. My only, um, I guess, um, constructive criticism that that what I give you would be your your monotone. I feel like your tone is just like a really kind of like a flat line, right? And so what I mean by that is, you know, I feel when people are talking, sometimes when they're trying to emphasize a point, they'll speak a little louder, right? They'll get a little more engaged, maybe use a little more of their hands. And so I think if you could, you know, learn how to, you know, control your tone with the flow of your speech. I think um, it'd be a delivered a lot more instead of kind of just like a flat line, not really up and down. Yeah, there's excitement, but I think that would be my my best advice too. Awesome. Thank you, Dre. All right, now we have Malia who's gonna evaluate Gio Mendoza. Malia, are you on the call? Yes, I am. Oh, there you uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, for Gio, uh, I thought it was great. He's always been himself. So that's been his personality. And then what when it comes to a speaker, we always look at who they are and how they portray themselves, right? So I like that you are always yourself and the way you speak is yourself. But the message that you had was um, just any type of message that, or story that you're trying to give. So that's really good. It's engaging. Um, you are leveled with, with your audience. Like your audience here is not like little kids. You're not speaking to them as kids. You're speaking to them as adults, as like friends, as whatever, but you're trying to convey yourself. So I like that you can see who your audience is and still be yourself, which is great. Um, my only thing is uh, I don't really see a bad criticism for you because you really are you, you just been yourself and that's why we like who you are and we listen to you. Um, so the criticism, I don't really don't have any for now, but I think you've been really great. Um, just continue being you um, and then I think you'll strive from there. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Thank you, Malia. Thank you, Malia. I really appreciate that. Sweet. So my evaluation for Kevin. Kevin, I thought you had a phenomenal speech. I thought you were well prepared. Uh, you started off with the visual of Quiddish, which is the title of your speech. So you anchored us into the main topic of your speech, and I love that. Um, you also had a lot of supporting uh, subtopics, like having commitment and you know, don't live on your feelings was another one that, that resonates with me. And, um, you know, your, your passion. I feel that you're so passionate about your speech that I can feel it. And I feel that the whole audience can feel you. So that is like what you're really great at. That's, it comes naturally for you. Um, with the excitement and the passion, I feel that um, it seem a little rushed. 
I liked it when you, you, you pause to drive a point. I feel that there could be more pauses because there was so much information there that could have supported your main topic if you just slow down and breathe a little bit and just drove that point with more pauses. Uh, but overall, uh, you gave us a, a topic. We felt it, and you even included an action item, like closing your eyes, imagine, right? And giving us real action items to 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 go away from. So I love that. Um, next time, just just be mindful of your, your your time. You're like rushing it. All right. So that's my uh, evaluation for you, Kevin. Um, guys, let's give everyone here a huge round of applause for playing full out. Let's go. Woo! Yeah, let's go, guys. Great job, guys. Great Stop, stop. So, I think um, I would like one person here to volunteer and uh, give a general evaluation of the whole meeting. Who wants to be that person? A general evaluation. All right, we got a volunteer. Seals. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so general evaluation, I think obviously this is a good exercise because public speaking is uh, a skill set that we must continue to work on and evolve, uh, you know, so it's good for us to have this platform. Um, let's see, obviously the speakers, you know, they had they, they were prepared to have their their uh, content and stuff Um you know, ready. Uh, I think the the judges gave pretty accurate, um, you know, feedback. I, I don't know, like, what you want me to, like, do you want me to give feedback? Or I don't know where where, where you were going with the general. Honestly, no, this is, this is perfect. Uh, every, okay. every, every time we get a chance to speak on this 30-minute Mastermind Wednesday call, um, it's an opportunity for us to practice our speeches. So as a general evaluator, uh, you're also doing a speech. That's all. I yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I just think it was it was a good platform. Uh, I think we could improve on it somewhat and um, create more structure uh, for their speeches. Um, you know, or at least having a structure would give us uh, a better way to support and back, you know, my point, and then I make sure I close it properly on a high, you know. So if we structure it and and make sure that guys are like hitting those key uh, points, I think that would definitely help um, us create a structure in mind and, and have like some something to really you know guide us. Um. But other than that, man, I think uh, we're on to something with this and we should continue to to do this because obviously we see the room for improvement. And um, again, it's a skill set that we must continue to uh, get better at yes. that and, and talking in front of a camera. Absolutely. Yes. So that wraps up our speech marathon, guys. Last round of applause here. So, good job, guys. 
They dreaming about driving a Mustang. Yeah, all on hoes look like Lil Wild Day. Barack Obama with this shit, yeah, all change. Niggas think that gang, gang, bang, gang.